When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. According to the CDC, racism, both structural and interpersonal, are fundamental causes of health inequities, health disparities, and disease. Growing Bodies of Research shows that centuries of racism in this country has a profound and negative impact on communities of color, where Black populations consistently experience higher rates of poor health and disease in a range of conditions ranging from diabetes and hypertension to obesity, asthma, and heart disease when compared to their white counterparts. The impacts of these inequities are pervasive and deeply embedded in our society, affecting all aspects of life and creating inequities in access to a range of social and economic benefits. These related conditions, often referred to as social detriments to health, are key drivers of inequity within communities of color, ultimately placing those within these populations at greater risk for poor health outcomes. On a mission to create awareness, deliver solutions, and influence more positive outcomes, today's guests are utilizing a holistic approach in their work to solve the problems of the Black community. Working in tandem through the various organizations they've created to address critical issues in the Black community, this couple is doing the grassroots work in a way that the government and city services are not. Here to discuss these important topics further, we have the founders of the National Center for Urban Solutions, John and Pamela Gregory. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. So welcome to the show, you two. How are you doing? We're doing great. Hey, we're doing good. We got a lot to talk about. Um, so what we do on this show uh, is we start at the very beginning. A lot of folks will um, be becoming familiar with you for the first time. So let's uh, share a little bit about yourself, um, sort of your upbringings, your backgrounds, uh, and everything that led up to the launch of the National Center for Urban Solutions. All right, I'll, I'll kind of start. Um, we, we really started this business now over 25 years ago. And um, my background is uh, corporate America, and, and so is John's. And so um, through uh, the work that he was doing in the community and the work that I was doing with um, a major corporation, being the VP of Human Resources, looking to how um, this was back in 05 and 06 when unemployment was 3% and it was hard to find individuals uh, to recruit and go to work. So uh, with the with my 
company that I was with at the time, um, we had a need to find people and um, me looking at how I can uh, get most creative and looking at, at where the untapped workforce um, is. Uh, there was through the relationship uh, that I met John um, with the work that he was doing in the community. And the, we brought the two together where really community met corporate in mm. terms of looking at um, filling that void where um, at that time in 05, 06, the unemployment in the black community was anywhere between 11 to 12%, uh, but the overall unemployment was 3%. So um, I took uh, my office and uh, went out to recruit African-Americans in the community where unemployment was 11 to 12%. Right. So when we, uh, when we first did that, we hired 700 people under um, the direction of uh, the work that he was on in the community. And I would say that um, I uh, had an extensive career in corporate white America okay. um, and was excited about being in corporate America and climbing that ladder. But one day I was in my office and I was watching a TV show and it was showing crack cocaine dealers on the corner uh, and how they were really um, devastating the African-American community. And so, you know, I just said, and whispering to God was like, hey, God, you know, if the church was on every corner, there wouldn't be crack cocaine dealers on the corner. And I was like, hey, um, why don't you use me? Now, you know, what I've learned is don't ask nothing of God that you don't want to happen. <laughs> so um, and because I think our, our mission and what we do is basically physically, mentally and everything we do is based on our belief in God. And so I left my corporate job and started um Doing another started another business, and we um, was doing security and investigations in that community, and um, we started a community called Uzi Alley. There had been like seven drug-related murders. The crime was really uh, rampant, and um, one day, after working up there, we dropped crime about eighty-three percent. God spoke to me and said, "These people don't need um, police; they need education and employment." Um, and so that is really became the basis and the principle of what we believe is that we really believe that African-Americans need to have education and they need to have employment because it has been proven where there is employment, there is a reduction in crime. And so our whole mission and, and part of our partnership with Pam and her company was to bring employment into the community. And when you, once you brought employment into community, again, crime dropped. And so we were in areas where people would never come. Um, people were scared to come. And once we started- Oh yeah, because my staff was like, we're going where? It was known as Uzi Alley at the time. And mm -hmm. there was, like John said, high murders. And so the concept that we're taking corporate into the community had never been done before. Yeah. And so that's really how we got started. Um, and we went from um, providing uh, work with Tanika and Shalika and Makanika and um, work with Cujo, Deswan, Dinat, and got these individuals employment in jobs, got them to go get education, uh, start able to help them start companies. And so, you know, through that, we've worked with um, millionaire um, investment companies who are looking to um, do projects around tax credits. And we've gone to them where they need to partner and say, hey, look, we can get you employees. Um, we can get you individuals who can, you don't need to have police on your properties. You can employ the people on the properties. So we've worked with uh, housing developments to employ the people who live on the properties. So our whole purpose and focus has been about getting people educated and getting them um, uh, employment. So out of that, then we came up and said, okay, 
we were doing a billion dollar project um, for the Ohio State University and we recruited over 3,000 people. Of those 3,000 people, 90% of those people didn't have a high school diploma. So we were like, hey, why don't people have high school diplomas? So then we there started a charter school to work with people who had dropped out of high school to bring them back to get a high school diploma. So now we have charter schools where you can come to us from 14 to 100 and get a high school diploma. And then out of that, we looked, and, and I would say this is that we were in a meeting a couple of weeks ago, and technology is huge. Only 3% of African-Americans are engaged in technology. Well, right. technology, that's where we're going. And there's a McKinsey report out that talks about in 2030, Black men will be at the bottom of the totem pole. And one of the reasons why they will be at the bottom of the totem pole is because of their lack of, of information about technology. So that's what we do. We bring information to Black people. We bring education to Black people. And do then we do our health and wellness piece in which we are bringing health and wellness to African-American men and their families. Okay. So I, I, I know that you're... Um you're kind of alluding to it. And that's what I wanted to develop. You know, what all do you do with the uh, National Center for Urban Solutions? And you kind of touched on it a bit, um, but let's develop that a little bit more. What are your areas of, what all are your areas of focus? Yeah, if you if you look at specifically what uh, we provide, and I like to describe it as pillars. Okay. Uh, so our first pillar is um, health and wellness, where we really focus on expanding um, the education for Black men and creating an awareness for Black men uh, to get healthy. Sure. We know um, the average age of a Black man is... Life expectancy is 67. Right. And a white man... 79. So, you know, we're looking to see how we eliminate um, that gap. And so health and wellness, because we all know if you're not healthy, nothing else matters, Right. And so that is really kind of one of our, um, that, that's our first pillar. Our second pillar um, is education. So that's where we, um, we own and, and manage and started charter schools um, throughout the state of Ohio. And um, our focus is really having individuals, about 50% of our students are dropouts, where they have decided to come back to get a high school diploma, not a GED, but a high school diploma. Right. Um, so, um, so you got the wellness pillar, you got the education pillar. Then we also have a post-secondary educational institution where we have now been named the first African-American company in the country um, that is um, qualified to give an Amazon um, certifications. So um, in that press release is going out this week where, where Amazon, we are now um, certified that we can give you any courses that Amazon offers, we, you can get them through us in the community. Yeah, with our partnership, um, Amazon has named us um, the first African American owned and operated operator in the country providing these upskills through Amazon's um, cloud computing and architect. Yeah, one more thing. What is sure, it? Sure, Workforce development. So you got wellness, you got education. So what's missing? What's next? We said what's next is workforce. So that's where we partner with employers. Now that we've got people well, now that we've got them educated, now let's send them to work. Okay. I like that. So, yeah. So let's talk about the, the impact that this has, has been having um, uh, and, and the results. This is the sort of thing that, uh, you know, the, the point of this is to, you know, bring awareness, but also, you know, a lot of times people want to end up supporting you. So uh, let's talk about the, uh, the results. Well, I think you said one of the reasons we say wellness. So we do um, 
wellness walks um, across the country in probably 15 different cities. Um, our last walk we had in Columbus, Ohio, where we had over 30,000 people show up. Uh, we do free health screen. The whole event is free. So we yeah. do free health screening for men. Uh, and at that event, we have probably 30, 40 doctors that are there that after men are screened, they can go to the doctor. They get all different kinds of screenings. In some cities, we do EKGs. In some screens, we do the peripheral artery disease screening, which most Black people don't know anything about. Um, and so um, that's the result of that is that we have saved numbers of hundreds of Black men's lives um, because now we have a campaign, know your numbers, go to the doctor, and move. And so in those cities, um, we are really having these events where we're having a participation from Black men who, for the first time, have gotten a physical. Yeah. That has been believable. Right. And the results of our education is that we're getting uh, individuals, particularly young African-American males um, and kids who never thought they would graduate from high school, they're getting a high school diploma. And guess who else is getting a high school diploma? Sometimes their mother is getting a high school it's diploma. Generational. It, yeah. it's this past June, I grad, when we graduated, uh, a mother, a grandmother, and their son. So it was three generations walking across the state getting a high school diploma. That's and then consequently, what happens is, is that uh, individuals then um, go on to college, go on to the service, and we get them out of the communities that they're living in so they can have. And these, you know, this one kid, the, the judge told him, if you don't get a high school diploma, you're going to get six years in jail. So we worked to make sure he got his high school diploma, enrolled in, in, in the service, and now he's been in the Marines for a year. So those are the kind of results. We've been invited to the White House. Uh, we have had presidents visit us. Uh, and you know, we've had all kinds of awards. We got the Governor's Award of Excellence. Um, and then the final thing is, is that we do the workforce, but we also do um, equity training for corporations. So we are on a project with the Ohio State University. It's a $1.9 billion project where we ensured that they would get Black contractors. And of that, they had a goal of 15%. We met that goal. And on that project, African-Americans and females are getting $250 million of those uh, of that contract. So those are the kind of results that we're looking at. And, and you know, our model is, well, my model uh, that we've always produced is that we're about solutions. You can go every meeting you go to, you hear about the problems. Our, our quest is, okay, let's come up with the solutions. So those are the solutions that we're getting. Yeah, we, we really coined the phrase, life works when you work. And so, and that's in every aspect, um, as we look at, you know, just really changing the landscape of the community, we really believe it's our responsibility and not the white man, you know, so we're looking at us internally and like, what, what can we do to save our community? You know, Honda, Honda builds cars, we build people. And that's really what our brand is really all about changing people's lives. It leads to sustainability. And how do we break the cycle of generational welfare? Well, first of all, we know it starts with wellness, education, and then workforce. That's what's going to change the community. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings that frustrating thing your mom does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest 
Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. We are here today with founders of the National Center for Urban Solutions, John and Pamela Gregory, discussing the comprehensive solutions they are bringing to life within the Black community and how we all can be a part of the solutions. Okay, so uh, Pamela, uh, you mentioned uh, a couple of times now um, how important health and wellness is for Black men. Um, uh, what is it that, you know, an individual can do or, or incorporate into their lifestyle to ensure that they're best set up for long-term health success? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my dad, he, he passed at the age of 58. And when I look back um, some 20 years ago, um, what could have been different um, it, it, the same thing that rang true then 20 years ago is the same thing that rings rings true today. And that's Mm -hmm. education and awareness. Sure. That's, that's what we have to do first and foremost. We got to get educated. We have to understand what does it mean to make sure you know your numbers and through the African-American male wellness agency, our other arm, our nonprofit, that's where we go all over the country. Creating, creating an awareness for black men and their family to understand the importance of 
knowing what your blood pressure is, knowing what your blood glucose is and your cholesterol level is. So we really believe the thrust of making a difference and changing the outcomes for black men is through education. That's where it has to start. Okay. Okay. And John, you mentioned something. You mentioned uh, uh, some of the accolades. I'm, I'm sure it's only some. Uh, and awards and recognition that um, the two of you have received. And obviously that points to a, a track record of success. Um, on this show, we have lots of folks who tune in, who uh, champion similar efforts. You know, they they want to make a difference in their communities and, and so forth and so on. Um, and I love what you mentioned, uh, Pamela, about um, us taking responsibility you know, where we can and, you know, not uh, blaming everything on white people and, you know, taking responsibility for our own communities or at least repairing them. Um, so how about this? What advice would you share with others who perhaps are walking a similar path or want to walk a similar path? How, how, how would you impart on them some wisdom so that they can be successful in their organizations or in their endeavors? I would, uh, and not, I say this to everybody, and not a matter who the audience is, you know, what I learned in corporate America is what we have to uh, instill in our community is, and what white folks look for is results and outcomes. And, you know, we do a lot of stuff from an emotional perspective, mm -hmm. and, uh, and it feels good. But it's really not about feeling good and emotion. It's about what are your results. And so what I tell everybody is, is that our number one goal is in our offices, one, is we're going to do what we say we do. And so if we say that we're going to reduce the number of individuals who are on public assistance, then that's what we set out to do. And that's why we've gotten over 25,000 women off of public assistance. So what I look tell people is that get you some outcomes, get to the deliverables, and then you're able to go to the people in B and say, you know what, if you are looking to invest in something, here is going to be the outcome of that investment. And here is going to be the income. Here's going to be the savings that your corporation or the city is going to get as a result of your investment. And that is what really makes sense to individuals. When individuals come to us and they say, um, we, want to, and we want to invest in training. Well, as a result of you investing in this training, you're going to get, and we're going to one, reduce um, the number of people that your human resource person has to look for. Two, we're going to reduce your need to pay for advertisement. Three, we've already done all the recruiting. We've done the background checks for you. So now we've become an extension of your employment arm, which covers your costs, but also then gives us the results that we need so that we can place people in employment. So I was like, people should focus on outcomes and deliverables. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll add to that. Um, you know, I think oftentimes people think starting their own business, um, it's, you're going to get that fast, you know, um, hits and that sort of thing. But remembering that um, life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And starting small and knowing that growth takes time. You know, oftentimes, you know, John and I, there was times we were like, the agency is starting off. We, we started out with zero dollars, but it was important that we build relationships in the community that um, where people really kind of believe and supported what we do. But you're talking 20 years later, 
you know, so understanding if that's your passion, understanding that growth takes time and you have to, you know, really kind of eliminate the noise because there'll be people all the time telling you all, you know, it's not making money and what are you going to do? And and we have those moments too. But when you believe in it yourself and you bank on you and you bet on yourself, then that's what you have to believe in that you're, if you follow your passion, someone said, well, how do you know what your passion is? Well, it's whatever you're good at. That's what your passion is. So I would just reiterate for most people recognizing that it takes time, start small, and that life, it's a marathon and not a sprint. I love that. And then um, I, I think that it's important for us to ask, what is next? Take that. Um, you want to take it because yeah, he probably has. I don't know who he met. He probably yeah. <laughs> we we just do the work and it just kind of morphs out of mm-hmm. uh, what we do. Um, but I think one thing that makes sense for us to add is we're looking at um, adding a, a staffing agency to our arm uh, because we have individuals that you know once they complete our um, tech school. Um, it really only makes sense that we expand our relationships with our employers and look at how um, uh, we add a staffing agency um, to one of our pillars. And for me, I really want to provide um, organizations and companies an opportunity to really do some stuff around equity. I mean, we hear all these people that went and hired. And I keep telling everybody to my spirit, they're like, well, 30 years ago, they hired diversity people because they were going to increase diversity. And so 30 years later, we still now call them equity officers. And so what I would like to do is create amongst our African-American leaders a model that says, we know if you do these things and follow this, that it will create a dynamic in our communities for change. So I'm really looking to be that model that says, Hey, when it comes to education, employment, and entrepreneurship, here is a uh, vehicle that we can implant in any community in the country. And we know what it will do is reduce crime, improve education, and improve improve Black wealth. I love that. Well, um, before we let you go, uh, let's let everyone know how they can plug in with you. Um, go ahead and drop any social media, any websites, anything like that, so um, our listeners can tap in support um we are on linkedin but our website for the agency is aawellness.org that's aawellness.org for the tech school we're at ncusolutions.org that's n as in nancy c as in cat u as an umbrella solutions and that's plural.org Gotcha. Okay. Well, thank you both very much for your valuable insight and for coming on uh, to discuss these important topics and just sharing with us today. So once again, today's guests are the founders of the National Center for Urban Solutions, John and Pamela Gregory. Thank you for your time. Thank you. And before we go, I'll leave you with a quote from our former president, Barack Obama. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. There has never been a time where these words ring truer than today. Armed with accurate information, well-defined insight, and our God-given intuition, 
With the new improved tools, technologies, and overall strategies coming to the forefront each day, let us leave today's conversation uniquely inspired to take a new kind of ownership over our opportunities. Exampled by the Gregory's tireless work and immeasurable impact over the decades, successfully creating and implementing solutions at scale, let us leave today's conversation motivated, encouraged, and enlightened with new clarity about what is possible for all of us. We did not create these problems, but we can solve them. We are our own greatest asset. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.